Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. The answer is real estate, residential real estate, still one of the best investments. And the Great Recession, did millennials get a raw deal? Did they get a misunderstanding of how recessions and economic cycles work in the U.S. and how that affects home prices? You might be surprised at how millennials were influenced negatively by the Great Recession. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without the worry typical with life's biggest investments. And we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas. You can request your specific neighborhood or subdivision be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love you to be a podcast subscriber, and we're available on all major podcasting platforms. Are you watching Atlanta, your retirement account, go up and down and then down again? Is it gut-wrenching to actually see that happening? I know I open my statements for my investment accounts and I go, good grief. Actually, I say something a little worse than that, but I can't say that on the radio. I say, good grief, because man, they sure have fallen fast. And so if you own your home, have you seen over the past few years that real estate is still a great investment? We've got a listener question from Charles and Milton who says, good grief, our retirement account is continually fluctuating but our home value continues to increase. We are so glad we bought it before the pandemic. Does this make real estate the best long-term investment out there? And I can't really um, answer that question in terms of what is the best long-term investment out there. I have done better <clears throat> from a return standpoint over time with real estate investments than I've ever done with anything. Now, I'm not a big individual stock investor. Uh, I invest in mutual funds. I invest in funds that you know, invest all across the U.S. stock market. And so I'm not much of a gambler. I had bought some stock in the past. I bought some David Buster stock and some Snapple stock right before both of those took off. In fact, that's actually how I got the down payment for the first investment property I bought back in 1992 was I made enough money off of those two stock investments. So I'm not saying all of the other investments are bad and you should invest in real estate. And even if I did say that, you shouldn't listen to me because I sell real estate for a living. But the 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 reality is, is that I have done better, way better with real estate investments than pretty much anything else ever. There was a recent survey from Gallup uh, where real estate was viewed as the best investment for the ninth year in a row. Uh, Gallup began asking the question in 2011, and real estate has been gaining ground as a clear favorite for almost a decade now through Gallup. And out of those surveyed, 45% choose real estate as the best long-term investment. 24% choose stocks. 15% choose gold. I've never invested in gold. I do have some silver uh, that I bought for special occasions. And 9% believe savings accounts are the best investment, long-term investment. And that's nine years in a row. I will tell you that based on what I earn on my savings account, I would not put savings account uh, in the in the top four. I wouldn't put it anywhere in the top 10 or 20. I think the last time I looked, what I was being paid on my savings account was 0.10%. So a 10th of a percent. So even when inflation is high like today, Americans recognize that owning a home is a powerful financial decision. Inflation reached its highest level in 40 years recently and more important than ever now for all, to, all of us to understand the benefits of homeownership. Rising inflation means prices are increasing across the board. When you purchase your home, the cool thing is you lock in your monthly housing payments, effectively shielding yourself from increases 
on one of your biggest budgetary items each month. So renters, and by the way, I have heard so many horror stories for renters out there in the world today where their rent goes up 500 bucks um, a month, year over year. And so the price of rent is just skyrocketing. But when you buy a home, you lock in your principal and your interest payment, in many cases for 15 to 30 years. When inflation has risen in the past, like it's doing now, home prices have risen too. Your house is, believe it or not, an asset that typically increases in value over time, even during inflation, not 100% of the time, but the majority of the time they increase. And it's because as prices rise, the value of your home does too. And since rising home values help increase your equity and by expansion, your net worth, homeownership is historically a really good hedge against inflation. The bottom line is many people view residential real estate or real estate investments as the best long-term investment, even when inflation is high, when you buy, you help shield yourself from increases, as we talked about in your housing cost, and you own an asset that typically gains value with time. We have not given this, this information in, in many, many months. We need to get back to it, but we used to release once a quarter the Federal Reserve's survey of the net worth of the average homeowner versus the net worth of the average renter. And don't quote me on the numbers, but the last time I remember reviewing those numbers, the average, the net worth of the average homeowner was over $250,000, while I believe the net worth of the average renter was $5,000 or less. There is quite a stark, stark difference. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer, and I'm Cleve Gaddis. In addition to being the host of this show, I'm a real estate broker. I've been in real estate in Metro Atlanta for 22 years, really 20. I'm a license for 22 years, actively selling real estate for a living for 20 years. My family has been in real estate now for 35 years. We live, eat, breathe, and sleep real estate. And we want nothing more than to help you make the right decisions when you buy or sell homes anywhere in Metro Atlanta, whether you're buying them as an investor or you're buying them as a home buyer, if you're selling them, whatever it is, we want to give you the best advice you can possibly get. And we're really, really willing to go out of our way to make sure that you understand everything you need to know before you go to closing on a home you're selling or a home you're buying. If you'd like, you can reach out to me. You can connect with me by phone 770-497-0000-770-497-0000. That's Gaddis Group at Remax Center. And I'd be happy to chat with you. Got an article from Business Insider, June the 11th of this year. The Great Recession misled millennials. It made them think high home prices will eventually come down. History often repeats itself, and when it comes to the current housing market, don't necessarily hold your breath. You might be wondering when this housing cycle will come to a close and bring prices back down to earth, but it really, according to this article, won't be that simple this time around. A typical real estate cycle occurs in four phases. Now, this is interesting. Listen, expansion, hypersupply, recession, and recovery. This is the pattern that gave rise to the housing bubble of the mid 2010s, if you will, from 2000 to 2010, when a time, uh, a time when a combination of cheap debt, predatory mortgage lending, and complex financial engineering led to a foreclosure crisis, as well as a credit crisis among investors. And by 2008, a global, not just a U.S. recession, a global recession. During the Great Recession, U.S. home prices, which had soared during the housing bubble 2006 uh, of 2006 and 2007, tanked 33 percent. As some of the factors that contributed to the housing crash of 2008 reemerge, many Americans, especially millennials, the largest home buying co cohort in the 2020s who witnessed their parents 
uh, navigate the rocky real estate landscape of the 2000s, they're expecting a similar outcome, but the current housing market is vastly different beast. The nation's real estate market is in disarray. Home prices and rents have soared to new highs. Instead of a hard crash this time around, this article says the real estate market is bracing for a softer landing. And that means home prices won't fall like they did in 2008. In 2022, housing volatility isn't attributed to lax lending standards, but instead to an imbalance of housing inventory and demand. We talked about that earlier. Supply is low, demand is high, cause prices to increase. Demand still exceeds supply, according to the article of available homes for sale. The economy is creating jobs and lending standards are strict. Those factors work to keep home prices from declining. Also, according to Freddie Mac, a big government-sponsored enterprise uh, that actually buys mortgages and provides liquidity in that market, the U.S. housing market currently needs more than 3 million, listen to this, 3 million homes to meet the demand of would-be buyers, which means we have 3 million too few homes in the United States. Very important. While buyer demand has somewhat cooled due to the mortgage rate hikes, home prices are still climbing in neighborhoods across the country. Normally, higher mortgage rates cause home prices to cool, but the article says we will see slower home price appreciation, but not a price drop. According to the National Association of Realtors, despite mortgage rates rising above 5%, home prices still rose 15% in the month of April. And over the last year, the organization says rapid home price increases and mortgage rate growth have plummeted housing, have plummeted housing affordability by 29% representing the steepest annual decline on record. What's interesting is for those who are trying to protect themselves from further housing affordability pressure, the best way to do that is to buy a house now because you might look back four or five years from now and think it was one of the best decisions you ever made. This segment of the show is sponsored by O'Kelly and Sorahan. They are our, they are our preferred closing attorney. Uh, they handle real estate transactions. They do title insurance. They handle relocation. They do pretty much everything you need for a closing. And if you have had a bad closing experience, trust me, you choose O'Kelly and Sorahan for your next closing and you will get a much, much, much better experience. 770-497-1880. 770-497-1880. If you are looking to sell your Metro Atlanta home anytime in the next three to six months, we believe that we can sell your house for $28,000 more then your neighbor sold their home for. You're probably wondering how. This seems like a gimmick. Well, there's two things that we do. Number one, you get with us a customized maximum value plan. That's like an appraisal on steroids that finds value that might not be obvious to everyone else, but should be. And it allows you to price your home correctly where you don't leave any money on the table. And that is so, so very important. The next thing is it comes with up to a $15,000 rehab and refresh budget. You says, what? You say, what? Well, we will advance you. We will provide you up to $15,000 in funds to make improvements to your home. The average home in the United States of America is 39 years old. And in many cases, there haven't been many updates or extensive updates over that time. And that is an amazing program. If you want to find out more, go to gogaddisradio.com. Click on $28,000 more. And I will get with you personally to help you understand how we can help you. We can sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. In our next segment, in our neighborhood spotlight, Wyndham Hills and Sandy Springs does your front door color really affect the home sales price? You're going to be surprised with that one. In which Atlanta suburb was among the hottest in the U.S. during the first three months of 2022 in terms of real estate? Stick with us. We've got those subjects and more. We'll be back. 